Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fresh for 15 podcast. This is Colin Bass here with... This is uh, Ben Schnopper. I'm, uh, I'm doing great, Colin, before you even ask. Um, I'm looking across the table from a bearded Colin Bass who failed to incorporate that in the introduction. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know. What do you think, Ben? Should I keep it? Should I not? You know, I think you should keep it. And I think facial hair is a gift. And it's November, and you know, if I think for anyone who wants to try it out, for you know, any of our listeners who can do the facial hair, I think November is a great time to try it. After all, it is No Shave November, which I'm guessing is what inspired that, Colin. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got kind of lazy. I just didn't bring a razor home, so then it just grew out all week, and now we're here with a beard. But mm-hmm. uh, it's good to be back, Binge. Tell me a little about your week. How how was it? How was the Thanksgiving? Yeah. What's going on? And, and one thing I will add is, uh, Do not. As, as, you, <laughs> as, as you were mentioning that, is that uh, you know that's a good life lesson. It's we make the most of the cards we've been dealt, and. You weren't dealt any cards if your cards were razors. You couldn't shave, and you know you made the most of it, and you're embracing it. And hopefully, we got a couple days left of the month, and ho- hopefully, we'll see this thing uh, drag on into December. So I wish you the best in that. It's looking great. <laughs> um, I think your question was, how was my Thanksgiving break? And I'd say, you know, it was, it was restful, and I, I I would certainly hope that it was that way for for you as well, and as well for uh, anyone who's listening to the show. Yeah, it was definitely restful. It was one full of just lots of chilling, lots of sleep, lots of catching up. I feel like school right before Thanksgiving was a lot of just either the week before the week before Thanksgiving, so two weeks ago, that was a lot of studying, a lot of tests. And then the week before Thanksgiving, things kind of like turned off, if you know what I mean. And we just kind of did a lot of fun things. Um, and so a lot of people were getting sick at Baylor. The flu was going around like was it, it was the wind. Um, and now we're back. But got lots of sleep, got ahead. And now we're here, ate lots of food. But... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it was restful. Glad we got to see the beard, and uh, you, you you highlighted the flu. Um, you know, like, like I said, making the most of the cards you've been dealt. And uh, my roommate, I think. No, wait. I'm not going to accuse him of that. I think might have dealt me uh, the flu. And so um, I knew. I knew One of us here got hit harder than the other. Actually, okay. Let me clarify. So I don't know. You were you were a little under the weather. You're great. You know, plow through it. Colin Bass, you know, let's go, come on, run it up. Um, <laughs> run it up. I, I knew something I was wrong that. a couple weeks, I don't know, I don't even remember how long ago this was. I knew something was wrong when I couldn't get out of bed to do my homework. And I thought, hmm, that's a problem. Like, yeah, like I'm very tired of school and I don't want to do it, but that's not me. Like, I'm not just going to lay down and not do it. So it, it, at that point I knew, you know, something was wrong. Um, but a day later everything was fine. So it hit me for a day. And typically, I think it lasts like a week, right? So I, I was just going to say it takes a little more to knock me down than the flu. <laughs> I can tell you that, Colin. Well, we're, we're, I'm glad we both made it out of there and now we're back. Yeah, well, I, I would say so. And, you know, the measuring stick for me, to not, not that this is about me, but the measuring stick for me to see when I'd made it through was if I could, you know, go to the batting cages and take some rounds in, and I was I, I went there, and I was starting to feel better, and you know it went great. It's like riding a bike; you just never forget how to do it with the, the baseball and the bat, which uh, surprised me. But the reason I bring that up is, uh, you know, this is something I wanted to use this platform for. Again, I'm talking a lot about myself. I'm sorry; it's yeah, so only three going, minutes in. Going. You never talk about yourself, so it's good to hear from you once, every right? once in a while. Yeah, it's just every, true. Every, every now and then. Every now and then. Okay. Come on, keep going. Um, so I, will, I would like, we can put this out on social media. or I, I've just been going around asking people recently, <laughs> when, when should I graduate, right? 
And uh, I'm, I'm going to get your opinion here for everyone on the show in just one second. But I was thinking, you know, after going to the batting cage, you know, hitting a few of them back at the machine, feeling great, you know, all, all that good stuff. I was thinking, what if I came back another year uh, just to play baseball and, you know, finish all the academics, majors, etc. in three years and just, uh, you know, my catchphrase, have fun. Just really have fun that fourth year and, and play some play some baseball. Well, Benj, Benj, I think that's super interesting because you're the type of guy who makes everything so much fun, but also still gets so much done. And I think that think that, that that's the key. You're the, the people who are listening probably don't know this, but you're a guy. How many majors do you have? Just be honest. Uh, three, I guess. Four. Now. Isn't it four? I don't know. It's, it, it's depends four. on what we want to he, do with it. He has, he has at least four. He'll probably have five if he finishes a fourth year. And I think if anybody graduates with one de- with one degree out of a university, that's impressive, especially from Baylor. Like, great job. You made it through school. Come on. Um, and even if you get all A's, great. One one major, incredible. Ben is going to come out of here four or five majors in three years, and he's not going to want to talk about it. But that is just absolutely know. No, <laughs> insane just to, just to begin with. But I think that it would be awesome if you came back fourth year, Pick up something a little minor. I mean, you got to put you have twelve hours to play baseball, um, but take twelve hours and just play some baseball. I think I think anyone could do it. It's you, and I think that you would you would bring a new light to this team because baseball any any, any sport can be a dark place, but I think you'd make it more fun if you could just get in there and just spark it up. You know. Colin, first of all, I'm, I'm flattered by all that. I'm getting uncomfortable on the subject. We're about to have to change it. But, you know, going back on the podcast, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I don't remember who, but I cited our episode with Munzee, uh, the swimmer who is an incredible Olympian. But ever since he said that, and like I always, that's something I always believe, that you should try to make everything that you do fun or at least find some fun element in everything you do. I always believe that, but when he said that, it, it made me more aware of that and it's, it's like you said get the job done but have fun that's kind of my it's kind of what i live by and so uh just keeping that in mind has, has been very important so, so to all the things that i do and uh i mean you, you have me sold you're quite the salesperson yourself Colin, so <laughs> i think maybe uh come back your four uh you know but i'm have to I have to get in shape have to pick up some better lifestyle habits something well, which oh by the way <laughs> colin bass failed to mention that he read a book over break and has this new new mindset why don't you share about that oh my gosh i <laughs> as soon as he raised his voice i knew it was coming um yeah the book i read over the break many of you probably heard of it it's a, top, it's a bestseller top top of amazon's book list this year called atomic habits by james clear and it is an incredible book because it breaks down what habits truly are and it's it's a four-step process for any habit you have the cue then you have a craving and then a response and a reward. Any habit you do, whether it's you realize you're doing it or you don't, um, whether it's you go into the fridge and you grab your candy bar or you go and grab a banana, those different things are just a habit you go through each and every day and you go down your path and you become a more extreme version of yourself every single day. And it was really interesting because it talks a little bit about making your good habits attractive and your bad habits absolutely despisable Um, and when you do that and you make it really inconvenient for a bad habit and it's kind of like nasty when you think of your bad habits then you don't do them as often the same thing with a good habit if you see your good habit as attractive and something you is going to make you a better person and pull you in the right direction say eating good eating healthy working out all those things doing your homework on time going to class every single day um, those are good habits you keep doing and the more attractive you make them the better and more 
often you're going to do them. And it's a super awesome book. I talk about it all day. Um, but check it out. Atomic Habits by James Clear. But Benj, I think I mentioned that this, I think it was yesterday. I said, beware, coming back with some, with some insane habits. We got the bananas sitting here. We got the oranges making it convenient to be healthy. Um, but you said you want to be on the baseball team and you're putting it in action today. (laughs) (laughs) Ben said, hold me accountable. Hold him accountable. You should ask him about this later this week. if He's been doing it every single day. But what did you say? You said 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, a mile run. And what else? What else? Leverage that pull-up bar that's always in my way maybe i could put it to good use Uh, (laughs) but okay okay back to your habits thing because i I think it's neat and you know sometimes people read a book and it's like all these like this insane lifestyle change and which can be great but i think what you're proposing or what the book is proposing is not all that extreme like it's it's i would look at it more through the lens of work smarter not harder so you talk about making your success more convenient that doesn't necessarily mean doing more things it means doing the important things more strategically and you you had a share share the example you shared with me a minute ago i know you talked about the the food the bananas the oranges whatever but about your phone and waking up that one yeah yeah. share that one that was yeah super cool like the, the more convenient you make it to be successful towards your goals the more often you're going to do those things and so what it, another like a couple examples it gave was like or a couple examples I thought of after reading this book was hey whenever you wake up and you have your alarm going off on your phone instead of going straight into your phone and opening it up and getting distracted on TikTok Instagram whatever it is you do as soon as you wake up LinkedIn LinkedIn <laughs> classic <laughs> um, you put you can put your Bible right on top of your phone or your journal or whatever you do every single morning or something you want to do every single morning and just the act of seeing your Bible and having to touch it to move it. Maybe you don't read it every single day, but having to touch it every single day, you'll be like, well, crap, I should probably do that. Mm. But, in, but if you have your Bible in a drawer in your closet, you're never going to see it, you're never going to touch it, and then therefore you're never going to read it. Um, and so the more convenient you make it to be successful, the more successful you're going to be. And it kind of goes back to what you said. You, at the very beginning of the show, you mentioned the cards you're dealt. And in the book, it touches on two Olympians, uh, an Olympic swimmer and an Olympic runner. And those two Olympians, they have the perfect body type. But just because they're born with great cards, they're born with those great body types, doesn't mean they're born Olympians. They still put in the work every single day. And that kind of goes back to Munzee. He was an Olympian because he worked hard. Yeah, he's, he's tall and he's skinny and he's long and he's fast. But those... The talent of being in the Olympics doesn't just come when you wake up. He puts in the work every single day. And so whatever it is, maybe you want to pray every single day. Maybe you want to get straight A's. Maybe you want to make a million dollars one day. All those things break down to tiny little habits each and every day that can pull you up. Another thing I mentioned in the book, I know we're getting close to time here, um, but it says talks about sales. And it said, if you want to be a successful salesperson, you got to make it convenient and attractive to be successful. And so this guy, he would do sales calls. And he'd have one little, he'd have one glass of 120 paper clips and an empty glass next to it. And each time he made a, a cold call, he'd move a paper clip over. And that was his counter for the day. 120 cold calls every single day. And if he left early, he could see that he only had a half, a half full cup. Um, and the goal every single day was to move every single paper clip over. And just the, just the movement of it going from one cup to the other made it more attractive and almost like a game to make mm, those sales calls. Because yeah. if not, you look at the list and you're like, oh, crap, I got to make up 120 calls today and just go absolutely crazy. Maybe close five deals, 10 deals. Um, but that sounds very daunting. But if you make it a game where you make a call, move a pen, make a call, move yeah. a pen, then it's like, 
that's kind of fun. And so same thing, maybe it's a couple of marbles, maybe it's a cup of whatever. Um, having those things that make it fun and are a visual of moving something over when checking off a box, crossing off the day on the calendar, whatever it is, making it attractive to accomplish your goals is is part of the battle. So yeah, that's, so, that's what we've been reading yeah, about. So, so <laughs> and it's very relevant to you, right? And you already have these tangible examples of it, whether it's the phone and the Bible or the banana and the orange. But I love what you see, and you, and you talk about it from a career application standpoint, right? That that example there remi- reminds me of a couple of things. The first of which, here we are studying for finals. I used to do this thing, I think when I was in calculus, and I'd, I'd eat an M&M after each problem I did. And like I, we, it was out of the textbook, so I just put an M&M on each question in the textbook, finish the question, eat the M&M. Great. You also bought gumball machines for the apartment. <laughs> And I suggested putting M&Ms in there. That was beside the point. I think I, I had one more thing to talk about there. Also reminds me of our good friend Raul, who um, sometimes Big listens to the show. And so if, if he's listening, I hope he knows that um, that made me think of him. Just having so much fun in the things you're doing and whether it's sales, you know, our, our, our future careers in all likelihood. Uh, some, there are tedious things. Maybe there's still work. But, um, you know, you find the things to make it fun, and that's so important. And so th- that made me think of him. You could, you know, be in an office all day, and you could be making a lot of calls, and it, it sounds boring when you talk to your family about it at Thanksgiving, and they're like, I could never do that. But if you can internally make it fun, it's just so much better that way, and it makes it, it, makes it not feel like work. Even if, like, I think from a career standpoint, people think, oh, like I need this really fun and exciting job in order to have an impact. But you can do things that might on paper or at the Thanksgiving table seem boring. But if you find the purpose in it and by doing that, you make it fun, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. And I heard on the podcast today. You don't come into school. A lot of people are all caught up like, I need the perfect major. I need the perfect this perfect path of life. Yeah. And at the end of the day. You can have fun and be successful doing absolutely anything, but you got you got to pick. You got to just decide what you want to do and go that direction. Um, and at the end of the day, maybe it won't be the most attractive thing at the beginning, but you make it fun. Mm. And like at the beginning, of, like of, of our college career, sales is not the most glorious. People look at salespeople and like, oh, those are snobby salespeople, like absolutely Suit, disgusting. Tie, yeah. cold call. Yeah. yeah, it's just like not attractive. And it's like, nah, you're just a sl- like a trashy salesperson. But when you make it fun and you like make it yourself. And you can have a lot of fun doing it. So whether you want to be a nurse, whether you want to be um, a journalist, or really any career, those can be really nasty jobs, or they can be really attractive, fun jobs. And you got to make it what you want it to be. So get the job done and have fun. I think that's where we really hit it off today, Ben. What do you yeah, say? Make the most of the cards you've been dealt. Come and, on. Uh, you know, all all that conversation stems from a guy sitting across the table from me with uh, some good-looking facial hair. I, I gotta say. Um, <laughs> oh God. So, we wrap it up we're you know we're going to the big 12 championship and um forgive me while i, I check my phone here a minute i you know in the last minute i think this has been a great episode productive everything so i'm just going to throw in a, a little bonus for everybody out there is that the app yik yak you know you can't you can't go to a college and not be on yik yak so people are like oh binge i bet like you're so creative. I'm sure you have a great yik yak score because I guess apparently there's a score you get for the amount of upvotes you get. It's just not good. So I decided I'm going to see how many downvotes I can get. 
He has so a negative I've, score. I've only tried one post, and it, it says, is anyone else worried about the football players being too busy to study for their finals? <laughs> After all, they are students before athletes. And so I posted that, and it got so many downvotes that it got taken off the account. So just a, a little fun thing to end on there today. I don't know why I needed to share that. So in summary, make everything you do fun and find purpose in it. And let me know if I should come back for a fourth year of college. But until next week, this has been. And Colin, here we go. We'll see you guys. You'll have fun.